We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, sports bettors, ready for some picks destined to fail? It's time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend games. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily, hour number two, destined to fail last week, certainly. Uh, we all didn't have the best week as we welcome in Paul Savage. Everybody, uh, oh, no, Paul went, Paul got, you batted 500, Paul. I did. You were I... four and six, you were five and five. I'm still leading the season race by just a little bit, uh, but another chance for redemption here and a chance to bounce right back. Happy Friday, Paulie. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, guys, and by the way, it's pathetic that I win the week going 500. I thought you two knew not something about sports, but obviously I was wrong. Yeah, we, it's pick, welcome to picking games yeah. uh, with the spread. We're not picking winners. We're picking against the oh, spread here. Oh, boy, that uh, makes a difference, make doesn't it, it? Make it interesting. We go 10 games, five college, five NFL and it's not we try to I try to pick the hard ones. So this like isn't the games I'm actually betting. I go and look and like what games have local interest to us first and foremost, and then which ones to me seem like are the most difficult to pick. So we we make this a challenge uh, for fun. It's not like our favorite bets or anything like that. If it is, we'll tell you uh, within the picks. But uh, let's take a look at it, Jad. Hit that music and let's start in college. And we'll start with. Coach Prime in Colorado got to make the first road trip, the first, you know, massive test for this program. And they are three touchdown underdogs. The last time we saw that, all they did was go and win that game. Paul, you won the week last week, so you start us off. All right. Colorado, 21-point dogs at Oregon. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe Colorado is not as good as I thought they were. I mean, Colorado State played them tough. Could have, would have, should have won that football game from last Saturday. So this is really a tough one for me. But doesn't 21 points seem like a lot, particularly when you have dynamic athletes uh, like uh, uh, Prime's uh, son and the, the, and, and the receiving core and a defense that runs real well? I don't know. 21 points. I get it. It's Oregon. But, golly, with hesitation, I take Colorado, and I want the points. Yeah, the 21 points. You know, I kind of like the over in this game as a bet. Um, I don't think I can give 21 either. You know, they're, they're, sometimes these crazy stories, just they just sit. And even without Travis Hunter, who's going to be out for a while, 
nothing about this Colorado team that we've seen would tell me that they are going to let a moment be too big for them. Oh, I, I don't expect them to win. I don't expect, but but I, if I've got to take it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lay 21 points. I'll take Colorado and take those points. And I'm with you, Paul. I'm hesitant. All on right, it. Tommy, what do you think? Fellas, Oregon is the number 10 team in the nation. Number 10. They're a top 10 team. And I know that 21 points is a lot of points. And I know that Coach Prime has done remarkable things in Boulder through the first three weeks. And I'm on board that train as well. I, I, I love Colorado and what they've done and the way that that fan base has rallied around the team. It's the talk of college football. But we're talking about a top 10 team in the Oregon Ducks and I can't pass up an opportunity for an island. Give me Oregon. I'll lay the points at minus 21. It's a big spread. But if I'm going to give away 21 points, I might as well do it with a top 10 team. <laughs> yeah. So here on Oregon, just, you know, the, I know they've smashed people. They beat Portland State by Congrats. 74 points and Hawaii by 45. Yeah, congratulations. But that on tech those. game was down to the final possession. So, you know, which Oregon is it, right? Like, they, they've only played one quality opponent, and it was an eight-point game. Is Colorado closer to Tech, or is Colorado closer to Hawaii, I guess, becomes the question there. We'll see. That's, that's going to be a fun one. All right, Ole Miss-Bama. Everyone's ready to put Bama in the dirt here. We know how that goes, usually. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Ole Miss. Uh, I guess I'll start us on this one, and I've been – back and forth and back and forth. I'm going to take the points here because, you know, Alabama's just got the quarterback issues. I don't know if I think Ole Miss is going to win this game and Bama's going to lose another one at home, but I think they can keep it around a touchdown. I'm going to take the six and a half. I'll take uh, Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss, you know, all the hype around that with a Bama matchup. I'll, I'll take Ole Miss. Tommy, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's clearly not going well for Nick Saban and Alabama so far this season. And there have been so many different conversations about is the Alabama dynasty over and is everything falling apart in Tuscaloosa? No, I don't think it is. They just no. might not be as dominant as in years past. And Nick Saban is still the best coach in America. I think the Crimson Tide get it right. I like the fact that the spread is under a touchdown at under seven. So because of that, I'll take Bama. I'll lay the six and a half. I think that Alabama wins by a touchdown. Paul, what have I been telling you for two and a half years the NIL would do to Alabama? All right. It well, would even the playing field. They're, you know, I don't think their dynasty's dead, but their inherent advantages they've had for a long time might be. What do you think of this game, Paul? Well, here's what I think. I think I'm not going to take Alabama, but I'm going to take Nick Saban. I, I, I don't think Alabama can yeah. do it, but I think Nick Saban can do it. So for that reason, and it's very rare that I ta I pick a game based upon one man, one player, one anything. But I'm going to make this pick on Nick Saban. You can't tell me I'm going wrong. The guy's got a kind of a track record, if you know what I mean. I'm going to take Nick Saban, okay? I hear you. I hear you. I'll, I'll take that island, too. I didn't think I would get that. Not that I'm very convicted in my pick on that. Game <laughs> of the week, at least as far as you know, rankings and implications comes from Ohio State, Notre Dame. Uh, a credit to both of these universities, by the way, for scheduling this game. That's what college football needs. It's why an expanded playoff is going to make the sport better because I think we'll get more of these games, these out-of-conference, big-time matchups. Notre Dame is a home dog. They're the only home dog of all of our picks this week. They're getting three points 
Uh, they're ranked ninth. Ohio State's ranked sixth. Tommy, what do you think? Did you know the last time that Notre Dame beat Ohio State was in the year 1936? It's been almost 100 years uh, since the last time the Fighting Irish knocked off the Buckeyes. But you know what? They've got Sam Hartman, and Sam Hartman has looked pretty phenomenal throughout the start of the season. This is a resume builder. I'm not convinced that, you know, if either team loses, they're officially out of the CFP at this point. Uh, but it certainly won't help either team if they lose. That being said, though, it's a home game in South Bend. Notre Dame is a home dog. It's a field goal spread. I don't know if I like Notre Dame to win the game, but I sure do like them to cover that three. I'm going to take uh, Notre Dame and I'll take the points. Paul, what do you think? Notre Dame has certainly played a better schedule thus far than Ohio State. What, I, I don't know if that means anything, but what are you thinking on this one? Well, this is one of those games I can make a case for either one. I can also make a case why not to take the other one. I mean, I, both these teams uh, are really kind of a pick them three points. Uh, will not be the difference. This will probably be a, a 10-point game one way or the other. My problem is I'm not sure which way it's going to be a 10-point game. But with that being said, I think I'm going to go with Ohio State, uh, who still, I believe, I get the feeling they still believe they have something to prove. I don't know if that's the case or not. I'm kind of just flipping a coin. I'm going to go ahead and take Ohio State. Why? Because it feels good. Yeah, I, look, I think coming into the season, I thought Ohio State is better than Notre Dame. But we all did. I, I don't like the fact that their first real game comes on the road at Notre Dame. I... I I think that's a dangerous spot for the Buckeyes. So I'm going to take Notre Dame. Uh, look, I grew up in a Notre Dame fan, probably less so than I was as a kid, but as a kid like that. So there's probably some bias in here too, and I don't like Ohio State at all. So I really, like, I want this game to go a certain way, and I'll, I'll pick it that way because they're getting points at home. I'll, I'll take Notre Dame and leave Paul on that island. Thank yeah, you. can I just say that that's a great island for Paul. I mean, getting a chance to yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the, uh, uh, a Absolutely. favorite, a number six team in the country, he gets an island on that. I mean, that's that's pretty solid, Paul. Congratulations you. on well, that. Well, you guys, I couldn't have done it without you. That's true. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, I'll start us with, we'll go uh, BYU and KU first because they play first. BYU, a nine-and-a-half-point dog going into Lawrence. I've told you I don't like this line at all. Uh, this will be the first week. I might go with with an over here, man. BYU just just went to Arkansas and beat the Razorbacks, and I and I don't know how I don't know how good they're going to be, but that's an SEC team that they went on the road and beat. I I think KU wins this game. I like KU to win this game, but I cannot lay nine and a half points. It, the first time we see KU play after what you know after what we saw against Nevada, they wouldn't have covered this number against Nevada. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the points here in BYU again. I think it's a KU win, but within the number. I think this will be a fun game. I'll take BYU in the points. Tommy, did you know that the Jayhawks throughout the first three games of the season have averaged almost 200 more yards of offense through the first three games in BYU? KU is averaging 500 yards of offense. Throughout their first three games, BYU is averaging 310 yards of offense through their first three games. BYU is a very experienced team. They are a really solid team. They have gone on the road to Arkansas and beat the Razorbacks. It's a game that Paul and I picked a week ago, uh, and you did too, Jacob. You were gone, but we talked about that game, Paul. 
and what we thought was going to happen. And I certainly didn't see BYU going into Arkansas in Razorback Stadium and beating the Razorbacks on the road. That being said, though, I know it's a big line. I think this is a game that KU makes a statement in their Big 12 opener. They didn't have a great outing against Nevada a week ago, only won by a touchdown. I think they get right at home in front of a sold-out crowd. I will take KU, and I will lay the 9.5. Well, that's all we think. Well, that's a good case, Tommy, and, and, and I, I understand what you're doing. However, I don't know that we've seen the real BYU yet. I mean, this this thing, now that they're in the Big 12, it's going to unleash it. They're, they're going to end up being a powerhouse. I mean, they've had Heisman winners. They've had national championships, a national championship, I guess I should say. I don't know. This is going to be one of those teams that are going to become a factor in the Big 12, and I think that starts right now. I think this starts in Lawrence. i got to take BYU. I just think, Tommy, at this point, that KU hasn't played those great quality. I mean, you're right about the points, but Nevada wasn't very good. If you watched any of that game, you know, Nevada was not a good football team. I'm going to take BYU. I don't want to give the points, but I think, or I mean, I don't want KU. I want a few more points, but I'm still going to take BYU. Don't give me the BYU island. I I just think BYU is pretty good. That's that's. I mean, that's my thing. But we'll see. This is, you want to talk about a statement game. KU can make a big one. Not just if they win, but if they cover that number, that would be a big statement, I think, to the rest well, of the Well, that's field. a good right, island for to... Tommy. That's a good island for yeah, Tommy. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Sure. Sure, I'll he'll take it. Home favorite. I, yeah, yeah, he'll take it. Case, K-State, three and a half. This, this number's come more toward uh, UCF than the weeks. I think K-State started as about a five and a half point favorite. I didn't like it there. Um Tommy, you're up first, I believe, on this one. It's now three and a half for the Cats at home. Yeah, the one thing that we haven't really talked about much with this matchup is that UCF's quarterback, Plumlee, is going to be out for this game. That They they don't have him. He's going to miss multiple weeks, according to Gus Malzahn. So, um, you know, that's an interesting storyline. And then, of course, when you look back on the K-State side, it's going to come down to how you know much can they use Will Howard, if at all, and how effective will he be? Trayshawn Ward looks to be doubtful. We've discussed that. Daniel Green out for the season. We've discussed that. We've talked about how the Wildcats have got to bounce back after that Missouri loss. That being said, man, UCF can make a massive, massive statement here. The fact that this game is just outside of a field goal spread, it's three and a half. I don't like that at all. For K-State, I think it's going to come down to the closing seconds of this game, and it might be a field goal one way or another. I'm going to take UCF, and I'll take the points at that plus three and a half. Paul, K-State, they got to, you know, they got to show us something after losing in the show me state. What do you think? Well, they shouldn't have won. They shouldn't have lost against Missouri. I think we can all agree on that. And K-State's going to come home, play in front of a crowd. They've got a chip on their shoulder right now. They're a little irked, if you get my drift. They're not happy. This is going to be a K-State team. Listen, it'll be the three and a half points will already be covered by the middle of the first quarter, and they'll look in the rearview mirror. This could easily be a 21-point game. A 21-point That's right. I just said it. No way. Yes, it could be a 21-point win by Kansas State. I'm taking Kansas State. In fact, I would even give another four. I'm going to give seven and a half. Put me down. We'll win by (laughs) – put me down seven and a half. I'm changing it. That's how confident – Alternate spread for Paul. I am confident in my selection on this game. K-State – by a lot more I than love seven that and a half. This number has moved where it has. I was, I, I, K State last week was one of my favorite bets of the year, and obviously it didn't work out. 
I'm gonna. I'll, I'm taking K State, and I'm gonna lay the points Attaboy. because I think you know as big as as big as a statement potential it is for UCF. K State's got to make that same kind of statement here after and they losing will. on the road to Missouri. They will. I think what I'll do, like in betting, I'm gonna wait and see what happens. Let's say Will Howard doesn't go, and it's Avery Johnson. That you know, in theory, will move that line even more. And then I'll bet K State too because I think Avery Johnson is fully capable yes. of doing his thing, whether <laughs> Will Howard too. plays or not. I think the K State defense is this the side that's got to make their statement here. You're playing a backup quarterback. You gave up way too much, way too much to Missouri, even without Daniel Green. I'm going to take K State in that one, uh, and and you know. For our purposes here, I'll lay three and a half. I want to see if the number shrinks more, though, depending on the Will Howard news for actually betting it. All right, let's go to the NFL now. I think this is one of the more interesting games of the week. Chargers, Vikings. Vikings laying a point. Uh, The two teams, I think, in the NFL that have to be the most disappointed in their first two weeks. The two best 0-2 teams in the league and teams that, you know, I think still have a shot to be good enough to go to the postseason. Vikings at home, they lay the point. Ah, call me, you know, crazy. I'm going to ride with the Chargers again here. It just doesn't make sense. They've scored 50-plus points through two games and haven't turned the ball over, and they're 0-2. Something's got to give here. I think this is going to be a track meet. I'm going to take the Chargers and take the point there. Tommy, what do you think? Well, you know, I I don't trust the Chargers at all, uh, especially yeah. considering that it looks like Austin Eckler will not play. Uh, and could miss substantial time is kind of what it sounds like. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a it's an ankle injury, so that sort of thing can go one way or another. Um, you know, both of these teams are 0-2. Whichever team falls to 0-3, they're, they're done. They're basically out. It's a pick em. It's at home. The Vikings, I think, uh, they've got that, you know, the, we know how they play in really close one-score games, at least the way they did last season. And I think they're eventually going to end up back on the right side of that. Considering the Chargers, I don't trust them, and they don't have Austin Eckler. I'll take the Vikings at home. Paul? Well, I agree with Tommy's analysis. I think it's pretty close to what I was thinking myself. I really thought Tommy was going to go with the Chargers, uh, and I was going to go ahead and take the Vikings on an island. But now that I can't have that island, now I'm going to – I think I'm going to flip back to the Chargers. I liked your ability All to right. score. If they get into a track meet – uh, if this if this game becomes somewhat of a track meet, I think the advantage is go to, to the Chargers. And for that reason, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers. But I'm going to be contru- be really truthful. This is probably the toughest NFL game to pick, at least for me. That's, I tried to find the hardest ones here as far as our picks. We'll pick up the pace on these NFL games, Tommy. Falcons, Lions. Falcons are 2-0. and Are they for real? The Lions, I know you're not a believer uh, they're three-point home favorites against the Falcons. Where are you at on that one? I'm fully on board the Atlanta Falcons bandwagon. I mean, I think that the fact that they had that huge come-from-behind victory and the comeback against the Packers a week ago shows me that they're for real with the duo of Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. I like them a lot, and I think Desmond Ritter is coming around to be a viable quarterback in the NFL. I'm not a believer in the Lions. I think that they're a fine team. I don't think that they're nearly as good as the hype that they've gotten throughout the offseason in the first couple of weeks of the year. I'm going to take the Falcons as a dog on the road, plus three. Give me the Falcons. I'll take the points. All right. Uh, Paul, what do you think? Well, I'm going to, for the second game on all the games that we're picking, I'm going to pick a coach. I'm picking a coach, and I'm picking Dan Gamble. You guys know I love Dan Gamble. 
and I'm picking Dan Campbell by three. This is a hard one. Lions are dealing with some injuries. Amon Ross St. Brown is nicked up. They don't probably don't have David Montgomery. It's a little hard to pick this game on a Friday. I'm going to take the home favorite by three, um, but, but I don't feel good about it. I, I'm excited to actually see this game. Uh, I, I think it. I think it will be a good one, but I'll take I'll take the home favorite Lions. All right, Dolphins minus six and a half against the Broncos. Dolphins have looked good. Broncos have been playing tight games. Can they keep it tight enough or maybe even win, Paul? What do you think on this one? Well, the Broncos, I think, are probably a little overrated because of their coaching staff and, and their new head coach and all that. I, 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 what I have seen gives me no encouragement or no confidence in the Broncos. And for that reason, and the reason that, that – the Dolphins are a dynamic team with a lot of speed, as we know, with Tariq Hill and uh, two at quarterback. I think I think you've got to – I think six and a half is a lot of points, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins. I, I think the Dolphins win this thing by by 12, maybe. Yeah, look, I'm going to – this is one of those the NFL fools us all the time. I'm going to take the six and a half points here in Denver. Um they're getting a little bit healthier. They maybe will find a groove with Sean Payton. And they're, they're a team that feels like they're going to hang around and then disappoint well, their fans a lot this year. This is a good I opportunity think. to do that. Uh, I'll take the six and a half points. Tommy? Mike McDaniel is one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. And by the way, we haven't talked about it a whole lot. To attack it by Loa is currently the odds-on favorite to win the MVP right now. I know it's very, very, very early, but he's looked fantastic through the first couple of weeks of the season. I don't like the Broncos. Don't think the Broncos are going to do much at all, even though they brought Sean Payton back. Russell Wilson looks a little bit better, I think, than he did a year ago, but I don't have a whole lot of faith in the Broncos. Give me the Dolphins. I'll lay the six and a half. All right, Saints-Packers. Packers are one and a half point favorites. This is an interesting one, too. I think with two teams, we're still trying to figure out. Paul, you start us here. Uh, what do you think? Packers at home, Saints, Derek Carr on the road. What, where are you at on this one? Well, Packers at home, you know, you go to, to the great venue in which they play, uh, Lambeau Field. I mean, I, I think, you know, this is tough. And, and it's reflected by a one-and-a-half-point spread. So I guess with that being said, I'll go ahead and take the Packers just based upon the fact that this is an NFL team playing at home. And uh, I think it's still looking for an identity, but I'll go ahead and take the Packers. Why? I'm not sure. I am too, and again, it's a hard one to pick on a Friday because we're trying to see if Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are going to play, two of the Packers' best players, by the way. Um, but they are at home. The Saints are a dome team. they got to travel. I think Jordan Love looks good, guys, and I think their defense is pretty good against a Saint offense that has not looked amazing. I'll also take the Packers. Tommy, you got a chance for an island here. I mean, I'll take another island if you're going to give it to me. i got a lot of islands this week. Um, I mean, here's the thing. The Packers had an epic collapse against Atlanta a week ago. And I agree with you, Jordan Love, I think looks pretty solid and will be, I think, a a decent quarterback in the NFL. But, man, you're talking Derek Carr and the different weapons, you know, that the Saints have in Shahid and Chris Olave. Michael Thomas looks like he's back, too. I'll take the Saints on the road, and I'll take the point and a half. I mean, uh, I, I think that the Saints have a good chance to win this game. You're going to love it if Aaron Jones and Christian Watson don't play, which I think they're about 50-50 at best right now. All right, Bears, Chiefs, Chiefs, 12 and a half points. 12 and a half points. Paul, you laying that kind of number in the NFL? Not only am I laying it, it's covered by halftime. Have you seen the Bears? Wow. Have you seen the Bears? They're not Mm -hmm. very good. 
And uh, I, I, for that reason, I think the 12 and a half will be covered by halftime. I think they roll on right down the road and start looking. About halftime, they'll start game prep for next week. Uh, this game has backdoor cover just all over it to me. It's been in the back of my head. Oh, did we watch the game last night? I mean, the Niners were dominating that game. And up until the end, it would have been within this number. So I, I, I've told you I think Fields is going to run crazy in this game. And that is just going to be annoying for the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs have some injury issues. They're still trying. There might be down Richie James and Kadarius Toney. Isaiah Pacheco's back. They got some injuries to deal with. Look, I love the Chiefs to win this game. The over is the way I like to bet this game. But I'm I'm just not going to give 12.5 points to a team that historically doesn't cover well. Uh, I'm going to take the points in the Bears, and it may, I just I, I got a little vomit in my mouth after saying I'm going to take the Bears in any capacity, <laughs> but I'll take the 12.5. Tommy? I hate this game. I hate this line. I, I, I hate all of it. Uh, and Paul, I think I'm going to give you an island hey! with the Chiefs. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you, Jacob. I mean, 12 and a half is a ton. This has the potential to be just a bizarre, weird game. I mean, mark my words. I think that's going to happen. It's going to be I, I a weird, weird, weird game with what the Bears have been going through this week. Knowing the way that the Chiefs' offense has yet to fully come around. I mean, Paul, I do think that there is the potential that the Chiefs roll all over the Bears. I'm just not willing to bet on it. I know the way the Chiefs are against the spread, and this is a huge spread. So with reluctance, I'm going to take the Bears, and I'll take the points. You'll hear that game on KNSS, by the way. That does it. Jad's got it recorded. We will uh, brag or run and hide in a hole about it (laughs) next week. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back a little high school football. Catch at Kansas executive producer Matt Henderson joins us. Some really interesting matchups. We'll talk about a few of them here as the Friday night lights shine on Sports Daily next. You got to hear this. Go ahead. I think I want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH. All right. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily. Uh, You can go back and listen to the picks for free on the Odyssey app. Jam Pack Friday. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Paul Savage here. Uh, joined by our buddy Matt Henderson, executive producer of Catch It Kansas, catchkansas.com. You can find the free app as well, the best tool for high school sports you will find anywhere in this state. Hindo, welcome back in. Another interesting week. We are already to week four of the high school football season, which is uh, just really awesome. I want to start with one of the big schools that I'm not sure we've ever talked about on your segment's here with us. Liberal is out to a start that, I mean, it's been a long time going to Dodge City, but the unbeaten Liberal squad here. How, how about that? We Did we see this coming at all? Uh, in a way. I mean, their the schedule played up that way. They had a big second-half comeback that first week at Way Out West, play, facing off with Holcomb, and so that kind of helped it, but they – the team is just getting better and better. That coach they hired was a previous state championship coach over at Mead, also out in far west Kansas. And so Dodge City, the team they sh- should be projected to beat tonight, which would make them 4-0 if they do get that done. 
and great for that program. I mean, like if you saw the story up on catchacandice.com, we kind of went through what they did back in the 1990s. They played for state titles seven straight years, some great games with some of the teams in the city here, like Bishop Carroll. So uh, fun, fun story to follow and always love to see those like, big turnaround stories like that come, come uh, happen. Hendo. So uh, coming back here local to the Metro Derby absolutely rolled over Bishop Carroll a week ago. Uh, one by 42 points. Is it time? And I know that Carroll has, you know, that th- they got beat by Northwest and, and all of that. Is it time to be concerned about Bishop Carroll? Are they down this year? Where are we at with them? Is it something where they can bounce back in the latter part of the season? I would never say never with that team. I mean, we've seen them be t- like be too too good of a team, too consistent of a team for too long. But it is, it is concerning because, they always load that schedule up. This year, no different. Junction City tonight team just beat held McPherson to two points last week. Their only loss, an overtime loss to Hayes. Um, that Carroll team, I mean, I I'm not exactly sure what's going on. I haven't watched them personally yet, but they just not two not pretty losses. That's the one thing you're looking at, like like giving up 56 points to Derby, giving up 58 points to Northwest. It's uh, I would definitely call it concerning right now that something does need to change over there like, to like get this team to be able to turn around. But it's like, I said, the, the schedule when you're like uh, loading it up with uh, non city league teams, like they like to do, it's going to be very tough for them. And maybe, maybe they just get a good playoff draw, but we see how uh, stacked five a is at the top. It could just be one of those years that turns into a lost season for them. Endo folks. Uh, full disclosure, I, I'm a football coach over at Wichita East, but I got to ask about uh, the way the East Northwest game is being viewed uh, uh, by people like yourself, people in the know. What, what do you think of that game? And then let me give you a secondary question right now in case I don't get a chance. Uh, Capen plays a team out of Missouri called Battle. I've never heard of a Battle High School. Is this uh, is this a team that uh, is is really good in Missouri? Uh, what's what's the story on Battle Missouri and them taking on uh, the Cape and Crusaders? I, I find that fascinating uh, that a team from Missouri would be scheduled. But you know, I I think it could be a wonderful game if it's a good team. Anyway, those two questions, real quick. Um, starting with the first one, there, like at East, we love their offense. I mean, you. Hang 70 points in anybody, you're going to look at that team and be like, okay, that team they can play. Um, they uh, Northwest, I, I think this year at least, that Northwest is just on a different level. Um, they That team is uh, top, to, top to bottom is just so loaded. And we saw, we've seen East like that. Uh, I thought this year it could have been diff- like a different start for them. Capen is very, very good, of course, so you can't look, at, look down that loss. I mean, hanging within one to a still unbeaten Washington Rural team, also good. I think East can score a lot. It's a matter of I don't know if they can really slow down Northwest, and that could really be what hurts them tonight. But moving forward, a lot to, lot to look forward with that East team, though. I mean, that, that 100th anniversary celebration in a couple of weeks will be a great time for that school. And hopefully we can see second and a half, half of the year then turn it around, kind of really uh, uh, set themselves up, up for a good uh, playoff seed. As for Cape and Payne battle, this is a school based out of Columbia. So last year they uh, Capen and this this week they played Centennial, which is a team just outside of Denver. And what they did was they met them halfway, so they played that game in Colby. Capen won that one by a lot. This year's battle team is probably going to be about the same exact same thing. They're one and three on the year in Missouri. Uh, they're playing that game also meeting in the middle at St. Pius X and outside of that in, in, in KCMO. 
And so they, but Capen, this team, I mean, we put them in the rankings last week at two. They lose that narrowly to Northwest. We kept them at two. It was like that. Is it, that's just kind of like what happened throughout five A though, where it's like the unbeaten's really all kind of uh, went by the wayside uh, outside of the very top. And so is Mill Valley, of course. So Capen, they're just a very good team. And Mario Elias can run the ball as good as anybody in the state. And they're going to be hard to slow down by the. All right, uh, Hendo, I think catchkansas.com is the place to go. Hendo, executive producer there, great crew, working hard each Friday night. Uh, Andover Central Eisenhower, two teams that are unbeaten so far. Eisenhower, can't believe it's the first time they've ever been there, but I'm having a hard time with this one and where to go. They're 3-0. They're not like massive margins of victory here, uh, but a pretty good opportunity, I think, for both squads to say something this week. And that really goes for both teams. Andover Central, I mean, their first two wins came right. by a combined nine points. So, Eisen and Eisenhower, they win that first week over Hutch without scoring an offensive touchdown. So, it's it that the thing is, I think this could be two very good defenses going at it. I mean, Eisenhower, they've been able to slow down everybody. Andover Central, their run game has, has been pretty strong with Maddox Archibald leading the way there. He's uh, closing in on 500 yards rushing through three games. And if Eisenhower is able to slow him down, that would be where I would go advantage them. But, I mean, and they have their back, Lucas Dickman, there too, who has uh, been very good as, as a runner. Um, it's just, it feels like this one is going to be a dogfight. Like, I mean, Eisenhower 7 to 3 win, and last week 21 to 7 over Valley Center, Andover Central 20 to 14 over Bueller, 24 21 over Mays. This feels like a game that it, it could be that first to score 20 points wins if either team scores 20. And that's one of those things that it could just be like a very fun game if you just really love that smash mouth football like that. Yeah, Hindo, yeah, I, I, I know that one of the, the big prime matchups uh, this weekend also, Derby on the road at Hutch. Uh, I, I'm looking at the Catch at Kansas rankings right now. And Hutch is, you know, up in the rankings at number eight in Class 5A. Uh, they were unranked a week ago. Derby on the road uh, at Hutch this weekend. Is this another opportunity for a, a statement win for Derby? Where do you kind of land on this game? I absolutely would be a statement win for them because that they're still coming back from like losing by two touchdowns in week one, as good as Manhattan might be. That's not something that we usually see out of a Derby team at any point. So they are going to go out there. I mean, we saw that what they did to Salina South, who's fallen on hard times, and then what they did to Carroll last week. If they're able to go out there and continue that trend against the Hutch team, that's that Hutch defense, that defense is very legit. Like, as I was just saying with Eisenhower, they, that's who they faced week one. Uh, Hutch didn't give up an offensive touchdown last week. Then they give up seven points to uh, Newton, who we just saw beat Mays last week. And then placing Mays South last week, they um, the defense just completely locked them down. They held them to, like, under 50 rushing yards in that game. Um, and Derby has two two very good running backs. They have a good good passing game. So I think it could be a really good battle of, like, if Hutch is really able to slow Derby down, Saul Hawks can absolutely win that game. It's just a matter of we're not really seeing any team slow Derby down these last two weeks. You know, Hondo, just a- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brief word about Collegiate, if you don't mind. Uh, Collegiate's putting up a lot of points in all three of its first games. 35 points against Rose Hill, 60 points against El Dorado, and 56 points against Wellington. Uh you know, and, and holding the other teams to zeros, seven, and, and 20 points. Which is better for collegiate, the offense or the defense? Um, at this at this point, I think we know what we expect out of the offense, so it's got to be the defense because if they can slow those teams within their district down, that much the offense is going to be able to score at ease because Hudson Perales is that good of a quarterback. Jaden Parker, track champ, and still very young at running back, and he can just blaze by anybody really on offense. They have some very good wide receivers, so – the defense is like if that's really within what the, what their identity is going to be, that they can really hold teams off the scoreboard, that will help Collegiate go far. And when you play in the same classification of a team like Andale, you have to be able to slow teams down. And we'll see that in just a couple of weeks when Collegiate goes to Andale. If they're able, we'll see if they can actually slow that Andale team down or not. Nobody has so far Andale scoring, what, 70 points a game this year? So that's something that, that if that can be their identity, then the Spartans are in very good shape. All right, Matt Henderson, catchatkansas.com. We've got the Catch at Kansas show coming up tonight, 1035 over on the KSCW. We'll have coverage throughout 12 News this evening. Uh, I'll be in there with Brandon Zinner. TJ Cleland will be out at that Derby Hutch game. All the pregame coverage, it's the game of the week you'll find throughout the day here on 12 News. Good stuff online. There's stories on Eisenhower and Liberal, who we talked about there. Uh, good luck tonight, Hendo, with all the coverage. And uh, we'll be joined by a lot of the listeners here as we break it all down on the Catch Kansas show. Great. Thanks, guys. There goes Matt Henderson. Here we go. We're we're getting into district play for a lot of the – it's, it's going to be fun. A high school football season, we're entering the halfway point almost, which is just wild. Paul, I hope you're enjoying it as much as I think you are uh, being back out there on Friday nights with East. Uh, that's super fun. Good luck to you guys tonight. That's uh, I don't know what the over-under on that game is. But. Well, it could be a bunch. I'll tell you that. that two good offenses. And, and I'm just going to say this right now. I'm going to give Northwest its dues. That's a football team that is as physical up front on both sides of the ball as, as I've seen on film this year. They're a really good football team, guys, as if I'm telling you anything you don't know. Well, and, and East is also a really good football team. It's just played an unbelievable schedule you guys have there. It makes me wonder if this is the year Northwest could potentially get over that hump. And they've got some, you know, talented players, as they always do. That'll be a fun one to watch. Good luck, Paul, tonight. Uh, and uh, we'll just – good luck to everybody out there that'll be at high school football games. We'll come back. More Sports Daily. 
when we return on a jam-packed Friday. Go! Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily. It is a jam-packed weekend here on the Odyssey family of networks. Uh, Let's give away our Paw Patrol tickets here, Jad. We're coming up a a week from tonight. You'll be able to see the Mighty Movie, the new Paw Patrol movie. I know Paul can't wait for that one. Uh, Boulevard Theater at Town West. It's a great opportunity for the family here. 869-1240 on the IHOP hotline. Jad will get us a winner, guys, in, uh, in our second caller here. As we make our way through this segment, just because there's so much, let's. I want to go over what's coming this weekend on the schedule because I don't think we'll have time in that final segment. Uh, so special programming coming for you. You'll have you know locally Bob and Jeff two to four today. The Royals Astros are here on KFH. By the way, that's Cole Reagans and Framber Valdez. Uh, so that is a massive opportunity for Reagans potentially to end his year with a bang uh, as the Royals play a big one there, and and he's always been fun to watch. Um, what else do we have? So tomorrow, that K-State coverage starts at 5 o'clock against UCF. That's right here on KFH. You've got Butler uh, in action against Northeastern Oklahoma A&M. That's on KNSS. That coverage begins at 5.30. Then on Sunday, you'll be able to hear the Royals and Astros on KFH at 1 o'clock. You'll have Chiefs and Bears uh, coverage beginning over on KNSS at 2 o'clock. And remember, that's a 325 kick time, so you have lots of opportunities there to listen. And then on Sunday Night Football, that coverage begins at 630 with the Steelers and the Raiders. Jam-packed. Uh, that's what's on tap for you coming up this weekend. Real quick, fellas, let's get some final thoughts on the Chiefs here. The injury updates yesterday. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco was back at practice. Willie Gay was practicing. But Kadarius Tony Tommy... Richie James and Nick Bolton all missing another day of practice. If they don't go today, they're probably not going to play this weekend. Yeah, and Dave Tobe uh, mentioned yesterday a handful of players that could potentially fill in as punt returner for this weekend, including Justin Watson. Sky Moore was on the list. Kadarius Toney, if he's healthy and able to play. Uh, even Rasheed Rice was mentioned as a potential candidate to return punts this weekend in the absence of Richie James. I just have this really like sinking feeling that we may see Sky Moore back there at some point in the game on Sunday, and that was an absolute disaster a year ago. Paul Sky Moore looked better in week two than in week one, certainly. If these injuries hold through and Richie James isn't there and Kadarius Tony isn't there, Here we go again, but this is a big opportunity for Sky Moore to do something and establish himself with Patrick Mahomes, don't you think? Well, I think I think that is the case, but yet on the other hand, guys, I don't know how I don't think the Bears are that good. I'm sorry. You guys seem to be giving them a little more credit than I would give them personally. Now that's just me, but uh, the Bears are not very good right now, and uh, they're still a Patrick Mahomes-led football team. It looks like. Kelsey's getting a little better. I think he's probably had another week under his belt to, you know, to repair anything that's going on in his body. I think, I think the, that that you're probably you're probably 
thinking to yourself, well, these are the bears. These are not the monsters of the midway. I'll put it that way when no. Jack Butkus was roaming, no. roaming, roaming as a linebacker. This is not the same type of bears. And and this is still a good quality football Jack team. Jack Butkus or Dick Butkus. There you go. Uh, either one of neither. Either one. Neither of one of them. Yeah. Was back <laughs> My there. hero as as a young man, by the way. But anyway, with that being said, I just think that that uh, the Chiefs roll on these guys. I mean, I'm expecting it. That's just my expectation as somebody who has maybe a little more than the casual knowledge so, about football. I, that's look, just what I, I, I think that that I, I think that that's what should happen, and I will be you know, 0% surprised if it does happen. Yeah, the right. Bears, gotcha. they have a long injury list this week, too. They have been a dumpster fire this week off the field. Their defensive coordinator might be getting, a, who stepped down, might be getting investigated by the FBI and Fields, who was hugging his coaches yesterday, I guess, to make a point. I, I just, I think we'd be naive to ignore the Chiefs' injuries. They are significant. And I also, it's to me the only reason this game feels like it could get a little squirrely where like the Chiefs dominate, but the ending score is a little closer than you like it to be is because I think this is the week that the Bears say, you know what, Justin Fields isn't a great passer. We're going to let him run. And when he does that, he is, you know, far more dynamic. Right. I think the Chiefs win this game. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I just think it's going to be a weird, weird, bizarre game. And, you know, knowing that the Chiefs have only averaged 18 and a half points offensively through the first two games of the oh, season, score more than that. The off- they are the offense, sh- I think, should come along. But, man, I'm just not I'm not willing at this point to be able to say with a high level of comfort that they're just going to dominate. I think they win. But, man, it could get really weird on Sunday. Real quick, Jad Chambers, our own Jad Chambers. Running the broadcast this weekend for the St. Louis Blues. We have a young man who is like in heaven right now. He can't wait. And I just wanted to say, Jad, flip your mic on. Tell us real quick. Congratulations (laughs) on your gig with the the, uh, St. Louis Blues. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Looking forward to that this weekend as well. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap this thing up. Love Fridays here on the show. That's next. Get 11% off all Mastercraft doors. Mastercraft makes great doors inside and out. Choose. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.